0: Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Ha! Science Explained with me, Evram Yasmin, a science journalist with Cosmos Magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions, big or small. Today, I'm going to be talking about how we define a planet and why or why not Pluto makes the cut. In August 2006, the world was shocked when the planetary party poopers from the International Astronomical Union announced that our beloved Pluto, ninth planet from the sun, was no longer considered by science a planet. The big reveal was followed by anger from those including 11-year-old me, whose life had as one of its base facts that the solar system's baby was our distant planetary equal. Now, Pluto had been slapped with the epithet dwarf planet, and our solar system family shrank to eight planet siblings. Since then, debate has raged over Pluto's placement on the planetary pedestal. While opposition to Pluto's demotion has waned over recent years, several petitions have been started calling for the heavenly body to be reclassified a planet. Sure, the petitions only have a few dozen signatures, but it shows that people are still angry about this. There's even a petition calling for an eighth day of the week called Plu Day to make up for Pluto's relegation. Before the 1700s, we only knew of six planets, including the one we call home. In order from the Sun, they are Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter and Saturn. These planets are all plainly visible to the naked eye and have been watched by humans for millennia. The word planet comes from the ancient Greek planan, or planetes, meaning wanderer, because of the way the planets were visibly more mobile in the night sky than the fixed stars. Pluto was discovered after the seventh and eighth planets, Uranus and Neptune respectively, in 1930. For 76 years, Pluto was one of us. No longer. But what makes the icy object beyond Neptune not a planet? An important characteristic of planets is size. With a diameter of around 2,300 kilometres, Pluto is not even the ninth largest object besides the Sun in the solar system. There are actually seven moons bigger than Pluto. Among them are all four of the moons discovered by Galileo orbiting Jupiter, Saturn's largest moon Titan, the largest satellite orbiting Neptune, Triton, and our own moon, Which has a diameter of nearly 3,500 kilometres. In fact, Ganymede, Jupiter's largest moon, and Titan are both bigger than Mercury as well. But of course, says Pluto's platonic pal, Pluto is completely different to those other objects because it has a regular orbit around the Sun, not around some other planet. Well, yes and no. See, Pluto isn't alone, it has a friend named Charon. Charon isn't that much smaller than Pluto at 1,200 kilometres across. Fun fact, Charon has a red hat, but astronomers aren't quite sure why its northern pole has this crimson hue. Because their size is comparable, Charon doesn't orbit Pluto, but they both orbit around a point in space somewhere between the two objects. Pluto's greater mass means gravity makes this point closer to Pluto, but it's still not the same as the other planets and their relationship with their own moons. Another fun fact Orbiting around Charon and Pluto are four more moons of Pluto. Their names follow in the Roman mythology that saw Pluto named after the Roman god of death and Charon his ferryman. Styx is the river of the dead that Pluto and Charon cross. Nyx is the mother of Charon and the Roman goddess of darkness. Kerberos is the many-headed dog guarding the underworld of Greek mythology. And Hydra is the nine-headed serpent which battled Hercules <laughs> So, let's go back to 2006. What were the criteria for removing Pluto's planetary graduation certificate? Well, the body that cares about these things is called the International Astronomical Union. The IAU came up with three criteria for full-sized planethood in our solar system. One, it is in orbit around the sun. Check. Two, it has sufficient mass to assume hydrostatic equilibrium, a fancy way of saying it's nearly round. Check. And three, it has cleared the neighbourhood around its orbit. Pluto aces the first two questions, but collapses at the third. Beyond Neptune's orbit is a donut shaped belt of objects called the Kuiper Belt. The Kuiper Belt is a region of leftovers from the solar system's early history. We're still just beginning to understand this region of the solar system. It extends from approximately 30 times the distance from the Sun to Earth to about 60 times this distance. The strange orbits of many of the objects in the Kuiper Belt have led astronomers to believe there could be a hypothetical planet X waiting to be discovered at the edge of the solar system. Pluto is a Kuiper Belt object, and there are a number of small icy objects that share a similar orbit to Pluto. Hence, Pluto has failed to use its gravitational gravy to muster a road clearing in its region of the Kuiper Belt to satisfy the IAU. Pluto isn't even the largest object in the Kuiper Belt. Another dwarf planet, Eris, sits nearly twice as far from the sun, but just edges Pluto out in diameter. Like Pluto, it passes two but not the third test of planethood. Now, this may all seem like an exercise in semantics. Indeed, as Shakespeare once wrote, what's in a name? Truth be told, Pluto is still Pluto, whether we call it a planet, or a dwarf planet, or a frog. But it's clearly not a frog, and naming conventions can be helpful when you're trying to get your point across in science. It just means we're all on the same page. And sometimes those pages need to be rewritten. Hey, who's to say the page on planets won't be rewritten yet again? Every year now, we're finding hundreds of exosolar planets, or exoplanets for short, beyond the reaches of our own solar system in orbit around distant stars. Perhaps our definition will change again what is one to make of the gas giants wandering through the galaxy seemingly unattached to a central star, for example. There may even be intelligent aliens on one of those planets with a completely different categorization for the heavenly bodies they see through their own telescopes. For now, though, Pluto remains not a planet, but a dwarf planet, and the conversation around its planethood has sparked scientists to be more precise about what we should and shouldn't consider a planet. (laughs) For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out the Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app, and head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Ha Science Explained.